What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right. We're back for a, a new episode of Our Flesh and Potatoes. This episode's going to be called Inferno of Flesh. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about two movies. We're going to be talking about Hotel Inferno and Skinless, which are super schlocky, gory uh, horror movies that uh, a lot of people who are gore aficionados uh, are fans of. Um I got to watch them for the first time. I think you did too. Yep. Yep. So it was all fresh new experience on the BTV. <laughs> um, but Very yeah, intense. by the way, guys, I know you may have seen that I posted on social media and a lot of places about two movies that just came out on VOD last week and we mentioned it in our news. Um, I got to see Day of the Dead and Devil's Gate. Uh, Day of the Dead was a better trailer than it was ever going to be a movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, and no spoilers, by the way, I just, <laughs> I was so disappointed by it. Uh, and it wasn't even the, the thing that we talked about the yeah. whole, it was just the fact that it was garbage. I don't know. It's not garbage. Like it's, it's like a four out of 10. If that's, that's being kind. I was like, that's generous. <laughs> that's really generous. Like it's, it's below mediocre though, which is five, mm. which is average. Yeah. So. Yeah, you may want to skip that and just wait till it goes to Netflix because I have a feeling in the next week or two it's going to be on there. <laughs> like, no joke. Yeah. Devil's Gate, however, which just came out, was pretty fucking awesome. Sweet. Like, me it and Christina awesome. really liked it. Hmm? It looks awesome. It is really awesome. Like, it's, and I don't want, I'm not going to spoil anything on it or anything, but I will say that the first 60 to 75% of the movie, or probably 75% of the movie, was like, just really good it kind of took a turn at the end and then it wraps it up really nicely at the very very end that's good so it is a it is a worthwhile movie to watch i think it's better than the day of the dead of course and i'd probably give it like an eight like it's pretty awesome it delves into some territory that is kind of like a conspiracy that people have about uh certain things without ruining it i don't want to you know what i mean but check it out guys if you can uh, also, I do want to mention, you know, we do have our iTunes up. If you guys haven't already subscribed to that, uh, rated, reviewed, if you can, that'd be awesome. But, you know, really, it's just about finding more like-minded individuals like you guys who are listening right now uh, to bring to the crew and bring into our community that we are trying to build here for the, uh, not just for BTV, but just horror in general. So if you get a chance and you haven't already, check below for the iTunes link. And if you if you feel like you want to rate or review it, we're not going to 
argue. <laughs> and we're certainly not going to be upset, even if it's a low one. Like, I, I don't mind. I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> more ratings means more views, more listens, etc. So, which means we build a bigger community overall. But anyway... Now, today we're going to do something a little different. We actually have a lot of friends in the podcast community that we all sort of uh, help each other, especially in the horror one, because uh, we all like to stick together and we all like to enjoy horror together. And so I'm going to play you a small ad from one of our good friends at the Horror Movie Night podcast. You guys should definitely check that out. I'm going to play that right now before we jump into our flesh and potatoes. That's why I don't have sex. It's not because of my face or my general attitude towards human beings. The thing is that they don't refer to any of these things as murders, which is the most amazing part. It's always referred to as a disappearance. There's fucking blood filling the back of a truck. That was certainly nice of me, wasn't it, huh? Same set as Castle. Um, what? Is that really? No, but I would believe it, actually. That wouldn't shock me. I can't imagine that there's a ton of castles that Charles Band has at his disposal. <laughs> that frog is going to bang Roddy Piper. Nope, she's just one horny toad. <laughs> Justin Lung just screamed that he's a fucking walrus for so long. He keeps yelling cuckoo ca and shit. It's weird. <laughs> Join me and Matt as we discuss some of the worst of horror every week on the Horror Movie Night Podcast. Listen at hmnpodcast.com. Today, I think it's time we just jump right into the flesh and potatoes. So we'll go ahead and do that right now. Okay, so guys, we're going to kick it off with our flesh and potatoes of Inferno of Flesh right now. We're going to kick it off with Skinless, actually, which wasn't the reason. The reason we we did these two movies, by the way, guys, was because of the movie Hotel Inferno, which Sin Fury, uh, are one of our contributors to the website and writers uh, and horror aficionado of the underground, is suggested to me because uh, he's a big fan of the Necrostorm uh, company. But this one was one that we did in place of part two of Hotel Inferno uh, because we weren't able to get a copy of it online rent it or anything so we were going to do hotel inferno one and two but we decided to use skinless instead so britney did this one obviously this movie is called skinless aka the ballad of skinless pete <laughs> it was released in 2013 to give you a quick idea of what this movie is about a brilliant medical researcher in his prime is stricken with cancer dr pete peel formulates a potential yet unconventional cure for his illness but time is running out Oh, shit. He fears that he'll die before clinical trials prove the efficacy of the treatment, so he decides to make himself a human guinea pig. Oh, shit. He feels he has nothing to lose. Unfortunately, the cure he hoped for yields unspeakable results. His terrifying transformation drives him to madness and wreaks bloody havoc on those closest to him. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, sounds delicious. Yeah, great. <laughs> So this was directed and written by Dustin Mills, um, who some of you guys may be pretty familiar with. He's done a lot of more like the underground kind of films like such as this one. Um, a few of them to be named are Zombie A-Hole. Her name was Torment. Uh, one wait, and two. Wait, Zombie A-Hole? Zombie A-Hole. A-hole. 
Yes. <laughs> That's fucking great. It's like great. the greatest name ever. <laughs> I need to see this just on that name alone. Uh, like I've I have I wanted to watch it actually so I could talk about it in this, <laughs> but I it came down to time. But yeah. I've, what I've read about it is pretty pretty great. So yeah, okay. I'm, I'm interested. Um he like and also her name was Torment, part one and two, um, and Blood Ritual. Those are some of his more well-known movies that he's done. Okay. Um, it was also um, written by Brandon Salkill. Sal- Sal- S-A-L-K-I-L. Salkill. Yeah, sounds right. Sounds like a really cool last name. I like yeah. it. Um, he did such movies called Snuff It and Halloween Spookies. He works a lot directly with Dustin, actually. Okay. So they're, so they're like a team. Friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, it also stars Brandon Salkill, who plays Dr. Peter Peel, who has also starred in zombie a-hole <laughs> slimy little bastards and kill that bitch <laughs> <laughs> these names man They're amazing. <laughs> most of these are dustin mills movies that he's been in so obviously like they're really tight-knit um a lot it's you know in this kind of um community with people who make smaller films right yeah you have to, to work stick with together people, yeah you know because a lot of people don't really like grab for these exactly. so finding somebody that can get this concept or that's gonna work style. for like yeah. next to nothing yeah. pretty much yeah that just wants to make something you yeah. know like it makes sense right um that also stars aaron ryan who plays dr alice cross who's been in such movies called bludgeon scare scare waves primordial and um woodsman forest of pain which sounds fucking awesome <laughs> by the way <laughs> like incredibly awesome <laughs> sounds like you know what it sounds like like when you're um Watching like a big budget movie and they have those like shitty horror names in the yeah. background. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yes. Like it sounds like those would be the posters on the background. You know, I mean? not to be a dick. Like I'm just saying, like some of the names seem kind of funny. Some of them are fucking glorious. Like <laughs> it's shit that we would think of. Right. For sure. Like, you know, it sounds like a great movie. <laughs> yeah. On paper. Zombie a-hole. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is zombie ass. <laughs> Zombies are something of the dead. There's a lot of bullshit, and I love it. Also stars Allison Egan, who plays Olivia. She has a kind of a small role, and it's mostly just her boobs, but that's good enough for me. <laughs> um, she also starred in Primordial. Or, ugh, Primordial. Um, she was in Amityville, No Escape, which I do not remember at all. I think that was the one before thing. this Awakening one. Fucking probably. Yeah. Um, and another movie called Eat It Up. And last but not least, it was also starring Dave Parker, who plays Neil, who has been in a lot of movies. I was kind of surprised by. Um, so some of his noteworthy ones are Fang Bang, Headless, and Plank Face. <laughs> Headless. That's yeah. another one we need to watch. We should do that. I heard that movie is about someone who fucks, uh, like cuts people's heads off and, and fucks, fucks it. them. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So, I mean, definitely That's seems like. That's what I do in my spare time. So. <laughs> you know, like yeah, some people crochet. Others fuck, fuck heads. heads. <laughs> That's how I live my life. But anywho. So. So let's jump on into what you thought of this movie. Well, Brittany, I'm glad that you asked. (laughs) Uh, I mean, this is kind of like that last minute movie that we kind of threw in and I'd heard about it. I didn't really watch it. I just heard, you know, oh, gory, low budget, whatever. So it's it's to me, it's, it's a low budget gore movie that tries to rely a bit too much on the dialogue and the story uh, when it really should have just, you know, maybe just been a silly gore fest. Yep. Uh, I feel like a little bit like the movie kind of didn't, 
I don't want to say it didn't know its identity because clearly whoever wrote it knew the identity, but it just felt like it was supposed to be silly, but it was also like oh, ultra serious. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I have the exact same opinion as you do. Like, right? As soon as I, like, honestly, the first five minutes of the movie that I watch, you know, some people may be like, oh, that's sexist or whatever the fuck. But I thought it was kind of silly and fun. And I was like, oh, where's this going to go? Is this like a comedy? And then it was like, no, no, it's not a comedy at all. Yeah, well, I mean, you start out like that. Yeah, with a a bare naked dude's ass and boobs and shit. So I thought it was going to be kind of silly, but it's a chick tied on a table. I'm like, it's a porno. The dialogue is very porno esque, I would say, and somewhat hard to understand. Yeah, they should have just made it a porn. Yeah, (laughs) this is another one of those movies that we've reviewed where I'm like, they should have just made it a porno. Right, they could have made a lot more money, more sense. Yeah, and horror parody porns are like money. I bet you, yeah. They are fucking people buy are those, amazing. Yeah, people who don't even like porn buy Me, those. Well, I love porn because porn's but you know what I mean. But my favorite is like horror comedy porn, like or horror like parody porns. Yeah, you'll get people who Best like ever. just horror and porn industry as well. Yeah, like porn does nothing sexual for me at all. Like I honestly is just entertainment. Like, well, it's, <laughs> it's like watching a fucking like regular movie to me. It's just like whatever. right. Well, so. Mike, you know Mike Marsh uh, actually that used to be on the show. He collects all the horror porn. So like that makes sense. Yeah, he loves that shit. Like yeah. he he collects all of it. I love it too. So I should probably start buying them because <laughs> I also love them. I just like rent them or watch them for free online. Somewhere. I wonder if we should ever like do. Can we do an episode on oh, it? Oh my god! Oh my god! I would love to. Can you know, please? I mean, it's not a bad idea. It's just like they have so many good ones. I know. They literally have so many good ones. Like actually, like really good ones. Like it's the story is kind of decent and it's weird and awesome right like the evil dead ones or Ed- edward dildo hands <laughs> edward penis hands is it penis it's hands penis i don't hands. remember yeah. i remember porn of the dead and like one of the finishing uh where the guy was like he, i think he was getting blown the zombie bit off his penis uh-huh yeah that was no the evil dead ones literally are really they're really oh good they're really yeah, yeah mike said that too they're really good yeah he said they're really good maybe we should do that you know they what is it good. called evil head evil head yeah, yeah. We well, could totally do that. There's a couple that. of them now, actually. But, like, well, let's ask them. Ones. What do you guys think? Do you think we should do, like... Uh, it's a poll. Yeah. Like, seriously, I want to know. Like, if you want us to, to do it just for fun um, or not do it, I mean, I'm totally open to whatever you guys want to do, but I think it'd be funny. There's so many things. <laughs> I'm going to give you a list of ones we could do. Okay. Well, I like the evil head idea. Is there part two? I think there's... I think there's a second one. Huh. Well, we'll find another one to compliment it, I guess. It could be a different company that does it, not the other one that I've seen. But back to the movie, um, I felt like some of this dialogue in this movie was like really hard to understand because, you know, the guy, his face is pretty much, no spoiler alert, but not really. Um, He's under two masks, like his skin face mask and then a skull mask. So he's like talking like through these masks and it's like i couldn't understand anything He's he was saying pretty inaudible yeah it was really hard to understand i mean it, it, if you have the chance to put on subtitles i would probably recommend it i don't think i did because i was watching on midnight I just, pulp i had it turned up really loud did you okay <laughs> um there is a lot of naughty bits uh and some copious amounts of acid spitting weird shit that melts people which is kind of cool actually was cool not the best but not the worst it's uh, it's a lot of pretty laughable and sometimes in a good way moments, but let's face it, you know, this isn't trying to win awards for anything other than gore and silliness. So, I mean, conceptually, it's actually kind of interesting, even though it's kind of like not original. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, the concept of, oh, I'm trying to solve cancer, and then something goes horribly wrong has been done a lot of times. This is this movie, to me, was very much like The Fly. You think? Yeah. Yeah, well, de- I'm sure that it was kind of inspired by some of that. I got the same it vibe. It has to be, because they made, like, a Cronenberg reference, too. Right. Well, I mean, it makes sense. It so, totally does. I mean, scientists... Like, I, I caught it, and I was like, oh, I, okay. <laughs> like, totally makes sense to me. Right, then. Um... It, the, the concept, though, is interesting enough to kind of keep you through going through. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just sort of is what it is. Skinless Pete being weird and murdery and spitting acid and <laughs> shit. Weird and murdery. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it wasn't, I didn't hate it. I think but we're all weird and murdery. <laughs> this isn't a movie that I'm going to rush out to go see again in the next two years. God, no. You know, it may be like when I forget what it's about and mm-hmm. I'll go back to it. It's. I want to chop this movie up. To like a solid like twenty minutes, I think, are of, of decent entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> and then the rest of it was just throwaway. It could probably do in like five. But yeah, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm going to shit on it because I'm not. I'm going to say I, you know, and I, I messaged you like right after I watched it. And right, like, Jesus fucking Christ, Alex! Like this was really boring. <laughs> like yeah, and it, it, it was in some parts. It was a fucking stretch, but. They spent two thousand dollars to make this fucking movie, and that alone is impressive. That is impressive. That I mean, is extremely fucking impressive to me, and I was like, I have a whole new appreciation for this. Seeing how they made two grand fucking stretch—that's incredible. I can't do that. So right. good on them. Like it, and you know what? There's a lot of really good gore in it. Um, a lot of really great visuals, like just standalone visuals that are just really powerful. Well, it's a really ambitious idea for two thousand dollars. It's insane. Like yeah. they they really accomplished a lot. So I had more of an appreciation for it be- once I found that out. Like yeah. how much they actually spent to make it. I'm like, God damn. Okay, you have trustworthy people that want to help you produce what you know you're dreaming of making which is really cool like everybody wants that to happen for them so i was i was a little bored but overall pretty impressed with it okay um the story i agree it while it was very much not original yeah at all it borrows a lot from a a lot of different movies namely the fly for me is what it really reminded me of sure um and then they have those little references that they toss in throughout there's totally like when they have like we're not spoiling anything yet guys so don't worry but the scene where they're sitting at the table Mm -hmm. and he he calls something something exactly yeah yeah Yeah, that's totally i mean that's exactly they don't try and hide it right i mean so it's like it's but it's fine because it's like they understand and they know that this is not the most original idea they're just trying to give a different take on it which is fine right you know because nothing is fucking original at this point anymore so everybody borrows from piece of bits and pieces from other things and they try and run with it um but the main girl that plays um dr alice cross aaron ryan yeah She's fucking great. Well, she's the best actor she in the movie. She is the best yeah. actress, yeah. But hands down, like, by far, by, like, 18 miles ahead of everybody else. Like, but the, she you know, was like, really, really good. She cried, and it looked real, and it seemed legit. And yeah, she was, like... I mean, it's not the best acting I've ever seen, but she's good. pretty excellent caliber acting. Like, yeah. I have seen people in high, like, big budget, that like, horror movies that have done very, very well that are nowhere near as, as good as she was. She sold right. it for me. Like, she really sold her part, and she sold that movie. Like, I was more interested because of her. Well, I always so. think to myself, like, um, certain movies that I watch, you know, like, camera work is really important in mm-hmm. those moments. Being the director and trying to kind of show those moments in a different creative way is very important sometimes to capture the good acting. Right. 
And not doing so sometimes can make the good acting not look good, if that makes sense. Does that make... Do you know what I mean? Yep. So it's kind of like a combination of things. So I I can't say that she was a bad actor, but you know what I mean? Like, it could be a multitude of things that, you know... But yeah, she did a good job. She did. She was good. I just... I don't know. I I felt like it turned into... It had this weird twist that kind of... It went in a weird direction. Yeah. That I I wasn't understanding why it went in that weird direction. Right. You know, and and it was just it got a little too convoluted of a storyline, and it went from from here to way the fuck over and right here. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you had like a pretty solid, like straightforward story idea, and then you just went wonky as fuck with it, and you're just like, no, whatever. I'm gonna try and like circle back, right. but they didn't really circle back, so it was like just lost. And then the part with the fucking dog and everything, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, Christina wasn't happy about that, I think. Was it the dog? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, I remember now. Yeah. <laughs> that was silly. It was so cute, though. <laughs> I like how its pieces fell off. It you was know? adorable. Like... <laughs> the little dog puppet was the cutest fucking don't, thing don't, ever. Don't destroy the, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, well, we're going to get there, and I'm just going to talk about how cute it was. And I want one. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there any trivia that you found on this? Or A little bit, kinda... yeah, actually. Okay. Um so obviously, I feel like me mentioning the fact that it was a two thousand dollar budget is a pretty Impressive, grandiose yeah. piece of fucking trivia because that's a- astounding. Right. But they actually filmed this entire movie in Dustin's house. Really? Oh, so that's his makes house. Sense, yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like it, it makes sense. Like when you when you see that and then you understand that, like, okay, so there's where one of the reasons why you were able to do it on two thousand dollar budget, like you ruined your own house, right? To make this movie, they didn't really ruin anything, but, right? You know, it's pretty cool. The whole time I was like, who's fucking, this has to be someone's house. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who let them use their house <laughs> to make this movie? Like, I, I always mean, think about that stuff when I watch movies. Yeah. Like, where did they get it? Where like, did they do this? Especially on low budget because you like. Oh, absolutely. You know that they have to pull some strings and some favors. Big time. And I'm know? like, whose parents' house is this? <laughs> but yeah, it was his. So I thought that was really interesting. Okay. Um, they had a couple of... Um, See like uh, like additional scenes that they filmed that like didn't make the final cut for the movie, um, which I found pretty interesting. Uh, one of them in particular was they had a more theatrical version apparently that they had filmed initially. Oh, so it cut out all the gore. I don't I don't know. Maybe the, all the boobs. Probably Maybe that means like as the vagina and the penis definitely. Yeah, the there penis. was a lot of vagina. The penis left. Like the penis would not be in there if they made a theatrical yeah, version. Yeah, because vaginas are fine as long as it's not a penis. As long as it's not a penis. Yeah, we've already figured that out with that Matthew from uh, Other Halves movie. America yeah. can't fucking handle penis dick. Yeah, but they can handle all the tits and fucking vagina in yeah. the world. But you can't handle a fucking wiener, right? You're all a bunch of vaginas. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> Which is, I want more dick in movies, but you know. <laughs> whatever um but they abandoned it because they felt it was too over the top so i want to know what this like theatrical version was that was too over the top that they felt the need to get rid of i wonder if the blu-ray has it it or something i I think we should reach out to him and be like find out have another like do you have this version still that's more theatrical version yeah that'd be interesting I don't I'd love know. to see it or like deleted think, scenes. I think the see that's the thing though. Some of the best parts of the gore. So I don't know if they cut that though. Like I feel like the, it was it'd be less like the penis would be gone, and then the one scene towards the end hmm. would be gone because that those are two that are not gonna cut, fucking cut it in a theater. That's an NC seventeen like movie. Entry, yeah. Hmm. Um, and then there was oh shit. 
This one I loved so much, and I wish they would have done it. Okay. Um, the, in the earlier draft that they made, I don't know if they had filmed it, but he had written it out this way. The dinner scene when he's having dinner with Alice, and he sure. like, gives her the cheeseburger, <laughs> yeah. whatever it was. Um, he actually originally gifted her his castrated penis. Oh, really? And I would have fucking loved that. That would have been fucking hilarious. Did she, I wonder if she would have eaten it. I hope so. I would have. You know what I mean? Because like there's, well, I don't want to ruin it yet, but yeah, there's that part where she's kind of playing along. She's playing along the whole, like, end Most half of, of it. it. Like, yeah. she's like, she's smart, so she knows what to do. And like, when you're in that situation, of course it's what you do. Right. You fucking play along. She eats a piece. With the crazy person. <laughs> you do whatever it is, you know? Um, she cuts a, like a hot dog and just like tip off. And there was one more scene that they got rid of, which I'm kind of sad about, but they had a scene where they, where Pete feeds Neil's severed hand, because there's... We'll talk about that, I'm sure, in, in favorite scenes because that right. was one of my favorites. But so that he feeds the severed hand to Itchy the dog. Um, but he cut the scene from the final cut of the film because he felt that it slowed the movie down. And I'm like, that's what you feel <laughs> slows the movie down? There's a whole 45 minutes that slows that entire movie down, like in the middle where I fell asleep. Like, what is going on here? Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I'm, and it'd be really super fucking awesome if, like, he actually listened to this because. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I'm, you know. Shout out, Dustin, if you're listening. Like, <laughs> you make cool fucking movies. Like, please don't take this too harshly because <laughs> I actually liked what you did and so did Alex. Well, we so. have a wide spectrum of, of movies that we like in horror. So, you know, yeah. I, I always say it's like there's we we... different like categories for each type of film. Your expectations going into these films plays a big part in what you think of them. Right. Uh, if you're not a fan of schlock, then you're probably not going to like it. If you are, you know, I don't know. Like, everybody has a little bit of different taste. Like, Sin Fury is, like, a huge... Yeah. He loves schlock, and he loves gore. And he even says, he's like, I'm never in it for the fucking, you know, story when it right. comes to those. Which is understandable, and you, you really shouldn't be. But yeah. I don't know. We One of the things that we do differently than a lot of people when we review movies, though, is we try and provide constructive criticism. I hope, yeah. And instead of just straight shitting all over people and their fucking ideas and their right. creative process, because well, we're creative well, people, too, and we understand that not everyone's going to like what you do, but... First of all, thing, putting it from paper to visuals... It's completely different. There's like a whole... That whole middle section... Yeah. ...is really tough. It is. So, <laughs> so anytime, like, even if we sound like we hate a movie, like, we still have an appreciation for anything yeah. people do. Like, you know, unless I come out and I'm like straight up, fuck this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, we're not... Yeah. But I'll still find something that I liked about it, probably. Right. I mean, I'm not going to set myself up for failure because I'll probably find something I hate, but, you know, I don't know, like... You got to compare it to other things in its class. For a $2,000 budget, man, I'm impressed. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Those melty boobs. <laughs> that was slick. Well, do we have any favorite scenes? Guys, this is going to be the spoilery section yes, if we do that. So, so. If, you, if you don't want any spoilers, then you need to tune the fuck out. Yeah. I mean. This is where we say goodbye. Yeah. I mean, seeing it is more. So I think long, I think friends. just watching the movie just as like a, uh, oh, I watched it kind of thing is okay. So, I mean, I don't think we're really spoiling anything yeah because just seeing it alone is just like oh i did that <laughs> i did that it's Check. like a bucket list you know like Check. a chuck it list <laughs> a chuck it list <laughs> up chuck it list no i mean like puke but yeah that's what i said up chuck oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what's one of your favorites then uh okay so this actually occurs pretty early in the movie um so i can stay with the timeline sure when he excuse me spits his acid 
breath whatever the fuck it is all over neil yes the, like, on the guy, investor's face the investor dude which by the way they just used water for like, yeah it the, seemed the like. acid spit and then like the the pepper spray too was, was just water. water which i'm like well yeah i don't know why that's a tidbitty fact but i kind of figured yeah but still i mean what you didn't spray him with actual pepper spray movie magic what's wrong with you anyways but so he spits the his his like acidy venom spit or whatever all over the investor rich guy neil and then neil starts to like melt right or whatever and then he just like grabs his hand at one point and starts pulling his fucking hand off yeah and just like it's just so casual like that's what i loved so much about it is it's such a casual moment like there's no like build up to that yeah and there's no like build up occurring as that's happening like it's just like a I'm going to pull your arm off. And then all of a sudden, he just, like, pulls his hand off. But it looks pretty fucking legit. Yeah, they had, like, like tendons and, sh- and shit in there. Yeah, know. it looked really good. Like, I was actually like, oh, my God. Like, it's it's nowhere near in Gerald's game when... Whoa, yeah, God, that part so was good. really bad. So good. <laughs> I thought Mouse was going to die. It was great. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah, that looked pretty real. That shit was so good. And I'm like, that's why I don't wear jewelry. But still, it's good. It's so good. Great job. It's it's pretty bad, and but in a good way. I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. But like, yeah, like I was laughing partially because like the guy's melted face was like kind of like a jack o' lantern. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a little ridiculous. It was a little silly. <laughs> I but, wasn't into it. But I mean, I wasn't <laughs> expecting like you know. Yeah. You know, a billion good. dollar budget. It was still in. good. Like, they did a really good job. Right. I'm impressed. As a special effects makeup artist, I was extra impressed. Like, they did a really fucking great job. Okay. So, I had a different appreciation, I think, because I have to do that kind of stuff on a fucking budget and be like, how can I make this happen? Right. Yeah. This is hard. <laughs> and it is fucking hard. So, good on you and whoever does your practical effects and shit. Like, well, they did good co- editing too with it too as did. he's walking and I stuff liked, later on. Yeah. I like the editing and the, their camera work was really, really well done too. I, I don't know about the camera work so much, but just, just how like they show the doll. The like jack o' lantern head kind of guy, you know, walking, and then they show the bottom half of him was is just a a really good way to kind of describe or show the scene, so it made it look like legit. Exactly. So, but one of my favorite scenes, Pete spits on a girl and she melts in front of him. His girlfriend. Yeah, like well, it's his side piece. Yeah, Yeah, it's his fuck buddy. But she's like screeching at it, and I started laughing. Um, but apparently he needs like flesh to live. Like that's the thing. But why would you spit on the flesh? Do you see what I'm saying? Like the thing is guys, like he talks about like spitting on or not spitting, but he talks about eating flesh because it helps him to sustain life and stay alive. But he has to spit on it first and melt its body and the taint the skin. Why would you taint the flesh to live though? Yeah, like you're just like reintroducing it into your body. Well, if you notice, he eats he eats parts that aren't touched by what he spit on. Right, but I mean, that's this goes back to the fly. Yeah, and I'm sure that that was a large inspiration because if you guys remember from the fly remake, the Cronenberg version. He spits on his food to melt it down like a fly would do in reality because it spits out this stuff and it eats it. Mm-hmm. So it makes it palatable, so or not palatable, but more, uh, so it's like a juice. Right. So they can, it melts it so it can digest it. So they can suck it through their little straw mouth. Yeah, because that's how, that's how flies, flies will eat. Gross. They they have to 
digest it outside of their body in a way and then suck it down so that their body can handle it. But I just, I don't know. I thought it, I would think that, you know, untainted enzyme flesh would be better. Agreed. But I get the connection with the fly and everything. So, But I thought that scene was really funny when she's screeching and, and just falling apart. Thing. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I like she's that part. She's great boobs. I think that was like my favorite gore scene That's in the movie. That's my favorite yeah. scene too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that there's one other that I really liked, but um, that one is one of the two right of like the gore scenes that i really really enjoyed okay um but mainly because they it looked fairly legit right you know and then she has great fucking titties too so <laughs> i'm super and they're pierced and they're natural yeah. and i was like i was like yes girl she's got them 80s melt them natural tits like <laughs> looks real good it's so weird talking about this <laughs> whatever it looked amazing like i was super into you're gonna feel real weird when we do the porns though because i'm gonna uh, yeah, be super really. into it and you're gonna be uncomfortable yeah so. <laughs> yeah i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> like i'm just gonna be like we're not yes. gonna be watching them together I by the way like, Brady. fuck them <laughs> fuck her fuck her in the butt like it was amazing and alex is gonna be like oh my it's God. like wait how do you rent those kind of movies anyway they have them all over. Like you can really? find them online, um, or buy them. Anyway, um, anyway, or whatever. But that's yeah. Yeah. So, do you have another <laughs> scene that you liked or thought was funny? Um. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Uh. Well, I didn't think it was. I don't know if it, I didn't think it was funny. Well, whatever. Favorite scene. But whatever. when when he's first talking, like he does this like flashback as he's explaining this what happened to him to Doctor Cross. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's like showing his progression. Of like, you know, the skin right. falling off or whatever. And he's like, I thought I'd take a cold bath. and That was a that bad was idea. A bad idea and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And he like gets out of the... And first of all, which is when we see his wiener. Yeah. And it's just like this aerial view over the tub. And I'm like, oh, that's his dick. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and, and good on you, Daniel. Yeah, good on you, man. It's a, that's an impressive fucking wiener. Like, <laughs> like I was impressed. Dude, this is so weird. Oh, Brandon. Brandon, sorry. Sorry. Good on word. you, Brandon. Good on you, Brandon. <laughs> That's a good dick. You have a good. You have a good dick. I'm not even. <laughs> <laughs> Moving but along. That was impressive. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyway, I haven't seen that many. <laughs> and up close and personal, like, you like stare that. at well, at least one every day. It looked kind of so sad. Like it was not in a good mood. That was. It was floaty. So I was like, it's <laughs> like floating in the water. It's so cute. So I know. It's like I'm watching it with Mouse too, and I'm all, he's got a nice dick. <laughs> and Mouse is like, oh my god. And Mouse is like, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I'm uncomfortable, together, Brady. So. You're making me uncomfortable. Whatever. You're going to be really uncomfortable <laughs> in another time. So okay. just get used to it. Um, but yeah. So, so that then scene. They, no, not this. Not oh, the okay. dick scene. But that scene's really cool, actually. It took them like two hours to do the makeup application for him when he right. gets out of the tub and he's just like, Bleh, like yeah. all muscle He's got all those sucker things all over his body, sort of. Oh, like, like holes. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Like in that application is fantastic like it looked really cool um so but then they they do this where he's his face like i don't know this is later on whatever so i did like the part though where they just he decides he wants to save his face so he like cuts his face off okay yeah so yeah yeah. He, has, yeah. he doesn't want his face to fucking he doesn't want off. it to spread yeah yeah so he cuts off his face and then that's when he gets this like terrible fucking face mask thing skin mask that he wears on his face but i'm i mix that up with another part which is later on okay that i really liked but the part they, they do like the the camera does this like low angle view of him and there's like um the it's kind of dark ish in the background but he puts his hands like on his face right and then pulls his hands away and it's like this goo goopy yeah blood shit and he's like all skeletal looking and weird and it looks 
fucking cool. Visually, like, I was like, boner. Right. It's amazing. Like, I love this shit. <laughs> It's, yeah. Well, yeah, and and there was uh, there's only two things that I like. There's one that's really funny to me that was wasn't necessarily a gore scene or anything, but I just thought it was funny because she was like, "I was not attracted to you," and I was like, "Wow, that's kind of harsh." Yeah, it's harsh, and it's like I don't know, it's weird. It's it just, a bad like, moment to say. It that. was a weird. It was a weird thing to say. Uh, Firstly, I don't know. Okay, w- what he's cute. He's not a bad-looking guy. No, yeah, but it's just weird to say something like that in general. And I'm like, lady, just play along. <laughs> just go along. She reminded me of Christina. It seems like a very shallow thing to say. I totally forgot to mention that. To someone that you really care about, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed weird. Yeah. She reminds me of Christina. Why? What do you mean? She just does. Like, she reminds me of Christina so much. Like, they, they kind of look alike. Really? A little bit. <laughs> and they, like, talk kind of the same. And they have the same kind of mannerisms or whatever, like, in the, which was awesome because that chick is fucking adorable and so is Christina. So yeah. I was like, yay. I don't think she watched this with me. I got this confused okay, with well, another like, one. Think, but... like, think about it, though, because I think you'll agree. I don't think so, but, but I know her too well. You know her too well. Yeah. Yeah, you, you live with her. You have sex with her. Yeah, like, I, well, that's different. what I'm saying. Like, I can't just. <laughs> they remind, that's a, that's some scary me, territory to get into, Brittany. <laughs> all right. I'm not even going to go there. So they reminded me of like she reminds me of Christina okay. a little bit. So I was like, cute. One of the other things I thought was really um, funny was the uh, Itchy the Dog. Yes. Which, oh, uh, I died. He had poor little meatball eyes. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. But the puppy it's gets like, beat with a crowbar. And... The fucking puppetry, like that puppet thing was just terrible. Yeah, like, it, was it looked really... like a rat. It was funny. But... It was like a weird rat thing. Like I can't even like explain yeah. It doesn't look like a dog. Well, like she hits it with the crowbar and all his little meatball eyes fall off. And I was like, (laughs) I was laughing so hard because I thought it was so ridiculous. I I thought I was going to piss my pants. I was laughing so hard. I was like, this is so stupid. Is that that one of yours? Yeah, that was one of mine. It was so dumb. (laughs) <laughs> so fucking dumb. Well, is that the only? Is that it? For all That's pretty much it. For okay. Me. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to ruin the end. I I'm mean, not going to ruin the end either because it kind of has like a twist and a twist. It so. does. And the, the ending was like actually pretty decent. So I don't know. No. I don't. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Like I actually want people to watch this. Like go out and, and watch it. It's, yeah. It's like an hour and twenty minutes. Like I said, it's nothing. It's nothing. I would like rush out to see again in the next two years but or it's anything. Something worth watching. It's like it's a noteworthy kind of experience. Like to, if at least for the melty tits. Fucking watch sure. it. And meatball puppy eyes. And meatball puppy eyes. <laughs> so stupid. Overall, I mean, yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. I'm a little particular. Um, I don't mind underground stuff. I've grown to have an appreciation for budgets and what goes into making movies. So, yeah, I don't think it's horrible or no. anything. I'm giving it a 6.5 out it's of It's creative. That's my that's my what is it? system. 6.5 out of 10. Oh, for? For that movie in general. Out of all movies you've ever seen? It just to know if I had to rate this one in particular. In the schlock category? Yes. Okay. I would give it a 6.5 out of 10 right okay so not overall movies i see what you mean yeah, yeah I, no, I don't know no. in this kind in of a schlock category i mean it is above average so yeah i would awesome. be around there like it was in two thousand dollar budget guys you can't compare this to like That's a mainstream budget apps no no you so, can't two thousand dollar budget is all i gotta say it's like if i had to compare it to thanks killing i would probably <laughs> say thanks killing is pretty high up there i agree like it's probably as like as awful as like, that sounds. Like an eight point five or a nine. But there's for, so, for example of money. There's so many good fucking elements that are just stupidly hilarious in that right. movie though. So that's like that's But put it all together, schlock, you know. Like yeah. well, that's a schlock 
schlock category. So good. That way we're, yeah, I think you that's good. To, we need to come up with yeah. our own rating system for different it's categories. different categories. Like, yeah. this is not a major fucking budget film, so yeah. it's, why compare it to major budget films? Like, Yeah, because if you're comparing it to, like, something like, um, what's a big budget um, get out or something like that. Yeah, it's not comparable. It's going to be a one to most people. So, to most people. But in this kind of situation, this is like a below B right. horror movie. This is mostly like a homemade, home shot. Yeah, I'm like 5.5 to 6, somewhere in there. You know, it's above average. bullshit fucking whatever movie where you can do whatever you want. Okay. As long as you can figure out how to do it. Then cool. Like, they did a good job. Well, I'm impressed. And- there is another movie that we're going to be talking about, and that is Hotel Inferno. So our second movie of our flesh and potatoes. This, again, this is a movie that I've been talking to Sin about for a while, trying to get this watched. I don't know why it took forever. I, um, I'm really depressed we couldn't watch part two. Yeah, I wanted to see it, and I'll get into that in the trivia a little bit. Really depressed. Um. It's this movie's called Hotel Inferno. It came out in 2013. It's considered the first action horror point of view horror movie like first person movie. It actually came out long before Hardcore Henry, which is a oh, really yeah. good movie. Um the the story goes, the contract killer Frank Zamosa has just been hired for a ridiculously lucrative mission by the rich and powerful Jorge Mistrandia. <laughs> The objective, to kill a couple of people hiding in one of his European hotels. What would look like one of the simplest jobs Frank has ever had is just about to turn into a living nightmare. He will soon realize he's nothing more than prey from Estrandia and his army of crazy henchmen that have been hiding in the hotel along with an ancient and unstoppable horror. I don't want to go further than that because yeah. I think it kind of ruins it a little does. bit. But you're seeing everything through the eyes of anti-heroes Frank Zamosa, and it's kind of like it's interesting that they chose to do this. I think it, you know, if one of the things I guess if you're making like a low-budget horror movie is to have some sort of angle, mm-hmm. so that it gives some sort of interest. So immediately, that's like something above a lot of the other schlocky stuff that you know that you don't normally see because it's yeah. a little bit more original that you did it now as far as execution we'll get into that in a little bit um uh this is of course uh gore schlock from the guys in italy at necrostorm which is um pretty much their own in-house sort of studio and they do everything music games everything it's directed and written by julio DeSanti, who has pretty much worked on and directed all of necrostorm's past and present catalog like he'll be doing some more movies that are coming out soon too he directed adam chaplin mildew from planet zondar (laughs) infidus and hotel inferno 2 it stars raynor burton as frank zimosa fuck you fuck you who was in the original hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy as a newscaster he was in outland with uh he's in a lot of stuff sean connery uh, he was in that. Uh, he did Connery voice work. So foxy. Yeah, he did voice work <laughs> in Witcher Three game, and he returns in Hotel Inferno too. Of course, it also stars Michael Howell, who is Mistrandia, the voice that's in the movie. Returns in Hotel Inferno Two, Cathedral of Pain, Web of Deceit. He was in and The Hunger actually. Jessica Carroll, who is Frank's girlfriend, she does the voice work in a game called Elix that just came out. Um. So what are your thoughts, Brittany, on this fine viewing? 
First of all, first person point of view fucking horror is fantastic. Right. Fantastic. Um, that's one of my favorite sequences from VHS two. Oh yeah, okay. It's like the zombie, the zombie point one. Of view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that kind of shit I'm super fucking sold on anyway. Um, I actually liked this movie, uh, which I didn't think I was going to i don't know i thought i would enjoy it but i didn't think i was going to enjoy it as much as i did okay so i like watched it by myself like just watching it like all right what am i gonna get myself into were you, here were you judging it Brittany? yes <laughs> very much so um there's a lot of shit that i was like this is dumb this is unrealistic i don't like it right. but overall this is a fun ride yeah of a movie it's different it is and it's start to finish like fucking just action and gore and just violence and it's crazy and i liked it and so i can obviously see why when they made hardcore henry they were like this kind of genre is fucking awesome like we should do this all the time and yeah it's cool it's like a video game so it's basically like playing a video game yeah but you're not playing anything you're just submerged watching it watching someone play a video game so and people love doing that obviously because you have people that tune in for your um streaming yeah no absolutely like when you do that stuff on Twitch or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when you do that and like people tune in and watch you play and I mean, I've done it and it's fucking hilarious. Everybody should do it. FYI. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like I, I liked it way more than I thought it was going to, but I got taken out of it a lot because the acting and like the, yeah. the fucking voiceover. It's not even acting. It's like the, the voiceover dialogue shit was distracting as fuck and I didn't fucking like it. Yeah. And then it got too convoluted of a story for me. Like it. It had a cool idea in the beginning, but then it turned into this whole, like, demon hell fucking weird... Well, I, that part I didn't mind. ...possession thing... Sure. ...that was going on, and I'm like, what? It's weird. Why are we trying to do this on top of this on top of this? Like, I agree with you. Like, there's too many, like, layers to this story, and I felt like they could have peeled back one or two of those and just kind of kept it a solid, even idea, and it would have worked, like, just with, like, his henchmen in the hotel. Like, sure, he hires this contract killer guy to go kill these people, which is fine, but then maybe he doesn't want to fucking pay him, so he's got all his fucking henchmen in there to kill the dude. Right. That's fine. That's a great story. Stick with that. Why does it have to be these demons from fucking hell or a portal to hell or a hell gate or Satan or whatever the fuck they're trying well, to Well, that concept is it. really good, but again, you know... But two I, separate stories. Yeah, yeah. So if that's going to be what it is... Then it should be two separate stories. Like so, that's why I feel like I wish, really wish we could have done part two because that's where they went with part well, two. Well, yeah, and I, I feel like the door, like the door, got cracked in the first one, and I feel like the door's gonna get kicked open but in the second this, like, one. They go this like Hellraiser route in part two. Sure, that's what I wanted to see it too. I yeah. agree, and but I it's gonna like, be months now before we watch it. I know, and I'll explain it's why. Fucking frustrating. Uh, um, whatever. It's you know, I mean, I did. We didn't have enough time to order it. Like that that's was the exactly thing. It. I got excited because Sin brought it up. And was like, you know, because I've been meaning to watch it for months now because I watched Adam Chaplin. Well, I'd, I've seen it before. Like, I've seen people talking about. Sure. Yeah. Part two. And I've seen people talking about the first one. Right. Um, but in more recent time, obviously talking about part two. And it has really good fucking reviews. That's the surprising thing. Me and Sim were talking about that. And uh, a lot of people actually do give their movies a lot of reviews, but there are a lot of people that probably won't watch it as well. So it kind of it's kind of like asking, um, you know, if you like schlock, I mean, this is definitely kind of in that area. So there's a very niche uh, group of people that did, that get into that kind of thing. So yeah, I, they have their own category rating system, too. You know, so. I don't like. OK. I love fucking gore. Like, I'm a fucking gore whore forever. Right. You know, but I don't like just gratuitous violence for no fucking reason. Okay. That shit just annoys me. 
Okay. Like, I, if I want to watch, like, if, if I know that's what's going to happen in a movie, like, and I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this to happen, like, that's fine. That's one thing. Because there's genres of movies that that's all that it is. It's just gratuitous fucking gore and violence, which is fine. I'm not expecting to have to follow a story. Right. But this has the premise of following the story. And sure. but it's kind of overmasked by this, like... But they, I don't know. They they walked the line between that, though. Like, they, they still told a story while they had this, like, gratuitous, like, violence. But it wasn't over-the-top violent, though. Right. But I usually... Well, I thought it was. <laughs> I usually don't like movies like that. Like, it's, okay. it's not my favorite thing in the world. Like, I would prefer there to be some type of story to follow along. Unless it's just something that I want to throw on when I'm fucking drunk or stoned or whatever at a fucking party. Right. Or I'm at home and I'm like... I'm wasted. Let's watch something stupid. It is an acquired taste. For sure. It is definitely. There is. I've I've noticed that there's different types uh, of people that like different types of movies. And, you know, some people really ro- rotate towards story. Some just want to ride for gore. And sometimes it's just a mood thing. Like, sometimes I'm just in the mood well, that's what it is too, for yeah. not thinking and just being like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. And that's when I watch gross shit. Right. I'm now, just like, I don't care. I want to watch some. I just want to see some heads explode. My opinion on this is that originally, like I said, I mentioned this. I came first came across Necrostorm because of Adam Chaplin, which I really enjoyed. Like, I don't know what it is, but it somehow balanced that gore and story and ridiculousness all into one. And it's like really over the top. And it's kind of like a really cool concept. Like, I really liked Adam Chaplin. So I was like excited to see this because, you know, it's from the same people. Mm -hmm. But it's weird and it's fun. It's ultra gore schlock with a lot of ambition. And I think it's got more ambition than it had the money to do. Uh, and, And it likes to throw everything and this kitchen sink at you, um, which is awesome because, like, how many movies really do that, you know? So I can appreciate that. But it's also like, you know, some, if you don't have enough of the budget, it can kind of get lost, mm-hmm. I think, personally. Hotel Inferno, to me, is not as good as Adam Chaplin, but there are some really cool things in it. The story is kind of unique if you actually can pay attention to it. Um, but, like I said, it's just a little overambitious, in a lot of ways, and some of the story parts were kind of like the draggy parts of mm-hmm. the movie. Much like all their projects are a little bit over the top, and they pretty much just run with it. This one had tried to do a little bit more story, I think, but um, not really heavy on the story side, if you really think about it. But it's kind of got its own mythos tucked into the movie, if you're willing to pay attention. But it's really long and really distracting i think there's just that one scene where the voice mistrandia is like talking to him over the tv thing or whatever and he's like this guy's just lighting candles and putting him on the thing i was literally more focused on him lighting the candles for some reason I couldn't listen to what he was saying yeah like and it's no offense to whoever it was i just i don't know it just was so like and you know what those are two of like actually my like favorite scenes are those because I like the buildup. Right. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Sure. But yeah, continue. Yeah, it's um, it's really hard to pay attention to the story, though, because there's a lot of the voice acting is really bad. Mistrandia does make a better. He's probably the best voiceover in the whole fucking thing. Yes. But that's not, you know, and he's not it's not it's not like we're handing out awards here. 
um, for his thing either. But I mean, when you're doing this movie and you're just in a studio, it's not like you're in the scene and you're watching what's really happening. They just record it ahead of time and then it's like added in afterwards. If you noticed also with all the voice acting, they never showed the mouths of anybody. Yeah. Like everything was covered up. And that could be because because there's a language barrier with the Italian to English translation or whatever. It didn't always match up and you could never see their mouth. They had two very long talking segments that explain the mythos, which is kind of interesting. Um, but the movie has some atmosphere, actually, which I didn't mind mixed in with like a really loose plot. Somehow I can better explain a lot of what I think about it by spoiling it. So right. I'm just going to save that for now. If you guys are into schlock and you enjoy just seeing some gore and kind of an original concept that is done decently, I think, you know, you might want to watch this. I think it's it's not horrible. Um, I think it's a better than movie than Skinless overall, even though the voice acting is terrible. Yeah, um, But yeah, that's pretty much what I think of it. Um, and I'll get more to, uh, I'll have some opinions on that before we get to our favorite scenes so you can kind of understand. Do you have anything else to add or is? Nope. Okay. Well, we, there <laughs> nope. is some trivia on here, but you know, it's really difficult to do the trivia on this because one, I don't, I, the only movies that I've ever seen, I think I have Adam Chaplin on DVD, the, the special effects and how they do things and all that stuff. You can't really find stuff on it. And I actually wrote Necrostorm and talk to this sales manager because at the time I was like rushing to try to get part two and I was like well I can't order it because it'll take two to four weeks to get here because it comes directly from mm -hmm. Necrostorm in Italy and I was like fuck how do we do this and I thought it was online so I like desperately searched all over the fucking place anywhere I could anyhow any which way so then I was like well fuck it I'm just gonna write them and see if there's a place that they I can like rent it from them. Right. Or like it, what it, the people did for us for the Christmas movies that we were Right. I uh, so I wrote him a letter or an email, I guess, and then said, hey, is there any place to rent it? Or is there anyone or a review copy or anything that I could look at? But they don't do interviews. They don't do festivals. They don't do uh, review or screener copies or whatever. And I, there was no way to watch it. So silly. Like I said, this is the very first first person horror film ever. I think this is what they're saying. That's what they say. And yeah, I mean, like movie. Full to my memory. Feature film. Yeah, to my memory, this is true, because this came out before, like, Hardcore Henry and... VHS and VHS all that stuff, yeah. And, and things like that, so... Well, Necrostorm has been making movies for a long while, and they even make video games, which is surprising. That actually aspect of their business is kind... That makes sense to me, though. Well, it does, it but... It feels like a video game. There's a pretty crazy story to their video game. Uh, that they came out with. They came out with this game. They came up with the concept of this game called Death Cargo. And think like Mortal Kombat, the very first Mortal Kombat, with real gore scenes that they called Death Rips and instead of the fatalities. So for Mortal Kombat. So it's not like on the screen. They like, it goes to another, like them shooting video of a scene of those characters 
fighting and shit and you see them their heads explode and like all this kind of it's actually kind of cool it sounds really cool actually um they had some pretty lofty goals with the the game though to make the game and it turned out to be a bigger undertaking than i think they considered and the game was supposed to be finished in like 2012 or 2013 or something like that and it it, it went from 2011 when they posted to try to raise money for this and it got pushed back until like mid 2015 so a lot of people supported it because they were like hell yeah mortal Kombat, like this is awesome and apparently a lot of people were really stoked for it so but it had a lot of issues and they were trying to drip feed like people with it they also had this like they're really worried i think about people stealing their work which is pretty much inevitable you know when it comes to creation like music movies games someone's on if they want it they're going to figure out a way around it there's right. nothing you could do so they had this like anti cheat anti uh you know stealing thing and it was trying to be online and all this other stuff and it really got fucked up so they had some some people that were pretty upset about it and um since they raise a lot of money you know people get mad when they don't get their game right away and it mm-hmm. takes 4 or 5 years to get it so yeah they were a little upset but it caused a big stink online and with uh it had a lot of mixed interactions like a lot of like reviewers had paid for copies and didn't get it so it got a lot of bad press but they pulled the game after all of that because they realized that they didn't do a good enough job but i guess you can still play the demo there's like five characters each and i watched some guys play it online who were really it was actually kind of interesting i thought the game looked cool but they they did have to to pull it and now they're going to be making a newer game that's going to take some of the elements from death cargo and put it into a game called gore breakers sweet so some people you know are a little hesitant clearly others are not you know waiting around for it you know they're just like whatever but uh it looks cool i like the concept they have some good ideas so and something to speak about like some of the gore effects that they do in this movie as well as in some of their games and stuff um they also they have a technique that they use practical in sort of like a cgi kind of like a 3ds max and like all these different techniques where they have like a balloon that pops and then the real blood flow or liquid in the CGI busts out, so they combine the two of practical and CGI over top of each other, and it makes it, like, really splattery, but they call this technique H-A-B-S, so HABS, Hyper Realistic Anime Blood Simulation, which, from what I gather, isn't necessarily their own, like, they own it, but it's more, like, all using these different techniques and mixing them together to make this hyper-realistic anime blood simulation, which looks pretty cool. Like, there's some really cool kill scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. I can see, like, a few weird distortions in some of the stuff that they did. Like, you could see the face move, and I don't know. It was weird. It was, like, blurring and, like... Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, but that's the technique that they use, and... You can see where the transition between the practical and then the, like video type of like sure right. and i'm not a hundred percent sure that that's true because the information i got was very limited that's what it looks like so i but i mean 
Yeah, it, it looks like they use the two. And I've looked up different types of techniques like for 3DS Max and like all these different programs because I'm interested in, in doing visual effects and stuff like that a little bit uh, for just like our videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up and there is like this blood flow fluid looking thing. You can change it to any color you want. Splatter effects and all that other shit. And it looks very similar. There's like this li- picture like a little balloon virtually and filled with this liquid and when it pops, it looks just like it. I don't know. It has the physics engine that makes it flow and fall in all the directions that they want. So, but anyway, but that's that's pretty much it for the. Uh, well, there, yeah, that's pretty much it for all the inter- the stuff I could find. Uh, there's not much online in any other YouTube videos or anything like that. I read even a few reviews and stuff, and they were just as clueless as us. Yeah. So <laughs> I couldn't find anything, but. Did you have any favorite scenes uh, in order? Um, I like the first, his first like two kills. Okay. That he does. So the the people he's contracted to kill right. initially. So he goes in and he bashes that chick's head in on the bed or whatever. Right. And then it's in the bathroom. Is a dude just like in the tub? Yeah, it looks so zombie like. Yeah, the dude's just like in the tub and looks like a weird zombie. Yeah, he's like, like facing the wall for like ten minutes. Yeah, but he like shoots him. In the head, and he's not supposed to do that, right? Because so he goes the, like, against the the fucking guy that they're hired. Yeah, that's one of the biggest rules that they say is no guns. They don't want shooting anybody or whatever. And well, they have to do the ceremony where they cut their heads open and like. We well, has to cut open. Okay, so he has to remove their heads, right? Right. So he's supposed to, and he has to use these weird, like, sacrificial, like, tools. Right. So he's supposed to like stab or like bash their heads in with this like knife, tomahawk looking thing, and then he has to remove their heads and then he has to cut open their stomachs and remove their guts. Right. It's weird. <laughs> like they don't explain why he needs to do that, but supposedly that's what he needs to do. Right. So he doesn't do that with the first girl. He bashes her head in with the tomahawk looking thing. Right. And then just like leaves her there. Which those tools, by the way, did not look real at all. <laughs> so stupid. They looked really, really bad. They looked like plastic kids' toys. Yeah, they looked really bad. But, I mean, I get it. They wanted to make it look, like, real yeah, dark. Yeah, he doesn't and... do... Like, he's the worst fucking, like, hired killer ever. He doesn't listen to any of the fucking rules. <laughs> like, he goes in there, he bashes the girl's head in, but that's that's it. He just leaves her there. Well, they have this dialogue with him and his wife to make him more human. Honey. Than, yeah, he calls honey. It's honey. Yeah. And, stupid. And it's like, the, the, the back and <laughs> forth between them is kind of annoying. It's distracting as fuck. I mean, I get it. They wanted to kind of make sure that he was a good guy in a way so like he trying to make him human they wanted to make him human for this like hotel inferno where they're basically going into layers of hell and that that is something that really bothers me about the movie because the hotel did it did it seem like it was a hotel or did it seem like a a couple of rooms it looked like a person's house they did it in a hotel really but but did you notice something that was really funny that this this made me laugh because there was plastic over everything, right? Now, let me explain. So there's plastic over everything in certain parts of the room that Frank breaks into and kind of discovers while he's fighting through these rooms, right? Because at one point, he has abandoned this entire plan or plot for this guy, Mistrandia, who hired him as a killer. And he finds out that the people he's killing were just like him who were hired hitmen. And so he realizes, oh, well, fuck, I'm killing people like me. So am I next? And one of the characters says he's next. But he's breaking through these rooms and there's like plastic over everything. And instead of just like 
keeping it that way and just saying that there's plastic not not even explaining it they felt the need to explain it which kind of cracks me up because one it's probably because they had to pay to rent the hotel and they couldn't get blood over anything so that's really legitimately why there was because it legitimately wasn't a hotel only they only had access to like three rooms. Three rooms or something. And they just redressed each and every one of them up. And then two, I kind of, I'm like, well, at least they kind of made an effort to explain it. But it probably would have been better if they just didn't explain it. And they just left it alone because it kind of made it look like they were in these dark rooms and stuff. And there was just like, it was like murder rooms, you know? Right. So I don't know. It just kind of it was movie breaking logic in a way. Mm-hmm. Kind of took me out of it. Yeah, I didn't like it. But, you know, it's not a favorite scene necessarily, like been here. but it just is like <laughs> one of the scenes that just sticks out to me the most. Uh, do you have another scene that you like? Uh, I don't remember the like specifics behind it, but it was like the one dude, the big, like this big dude that he like goes to fight. It's like tattooed. Right. In the dark room in where the they sleep. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And he's got like the flashlight or whatever like mm-hmm. on him. That was cool. So when he like kills the dude. Okay. That was pretty sweet. I don't remember how he died. What did he do? I don't even remember either. <laughs> they all kind of blur in together for me, to be honest, in this movie. Like, all no, the deaths okay. are very similar, so it's like they all kind of blur together okay. at this point. But well, I, I it, remember that scene, but I just don't, for whatever reason, I can't remember that kill and how he killed him. What does he do? I don't know. I remember I remember them fighting in the room with the flashlights. and. Yeah, that was cool. Like it, Visually, it was really interesting. Yeah, which it seemed like it was completely off-site. But it looked like the like there was a, they were in a cave. Yeah, it did. It was weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Like in the hotel, he like opens one door, and then all of a sudden they're in a cave. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Uh, one of my favorite scenes though is a guy gets get decapitated. He decapitates himself because they at one point Frank chains one of these like uh, possessed guys to a tree, and he's like one of the only people that doesn't have uh, anything over his face. Or his face is all distorted. He just kind of looks like a zombie in a way. But uh, he chains him to the tree by his neck. And then the guy kind of walks forward and decapitates himself, which I thought was really cool. I was like, holy shit. You could tell there's like some distortion. So you can kind of see like it's almost like they put some guy on green screen and they cut his head off or something. And then they put him back into the thing. So when he breaks trees, there's like a little jump. But it's still really cool. I thought that scene was really awesome. And then there was like shotgun kills directly after that. Oh yeah, those were cool. Those were badass. The one at the spine was like my favorite. Right. Like <laughs> so I thought like, oh. the, that was cool, man. Like that was very gratifying mm. for like kills. Like when you when you see a shotgun and you see like just fucking their heads get obliterated not even completely obliterated like just chunks of parts of their face like gone and it was just very gratifying it is yeah so that that the effects on that was really cool yeah i like the one where he shot him in the back oh just, like spinal cord i'm like yeah. yes <laughs> like, that looks cool <laughs> any other uh favorite scenes on no. that really no not really like i like all the kill scenes were cool for me so like they were all because i was the only interesting part oh well, well and did, that's what it is i, I mean that's actually, what the movie's about even though it was slow and kind of annoying i did actually like the two scenes where he's like tied up and the dude's trying to start this like satanic ritual okay or whatever so the, the weird dude lighting the candles and like painting terribly and very slowly yeah painting the fucking satanic sigils and shit on the wall so painfully slow I'm yeah like, it was really slow just keep your hand in the fucking blood well he cuts like, that guy's throat and he cuts then that guy's throat to collect the blood in the little fucking red it, solo one of cup. our solo cups yeah. yeah and it was ridiculous but <laughs> and i'm i was 
trying so hard to actively listen to what it's distracting. The guy's saying, I couldn't, but I can't. I, li- I went back two, what thr- was two like times. Extra distracting too is the overlay that they did of the flies buzzing around. Oh the fucking room. yeah, it was annoying. So like yeah. I'm watching that and it's just like constant like. I mean, but it made me feel like I, I didn't want to breathe because like I was. It was first, gross. Yeah. yeah, like you you feel like you're in that moment and you're like, oh no. Right. You know, so they did a. Like I didn't want to suck in a, a fly. Yeah. Like I kept thinking to myself. I, know. Like, I was like, oh, <laughs> God. But the actor that they stuck in that moment, even though he painted very slowly and lit candles very slowly, and it was high fucking hilarious to watch him struggle lighting that one candle. Right. Oh my God, I died. Well, yeah, and like, he yeah, well, because so he got blood on it. I he's watched struggling him struggling so hard to light this fucking candle. It's because it is, he got blood on the top of it. Yeah, well, and his he's trying to go in with his hands that are covered in blood, and he he can't get the thing to light as he's in like inside this like long Jesus candle. And I'm like, bro, just use the long candle that's in front of you, that's already lit, and stick it in there. Yeah, it was light the fucking candle. Like, what are you doing? And then five minutes later of him struggling with this fucking candle, it felt he grabs like it and then lights it. And I'm like, God. I was so focused on that guy Me too. that I didn't like that scene because I couldn't understand what was really going on. Yeah, like I was focused on him, but I, I liked like I liked the ambiance or whatever, like the that situation. Sure, was cool I know what you mean. Because yeah. I felt creeped out. Right. So and I felt like I couldn't breathe because I was gonna breathe in these flies or whatever. Like it felt yeah. very realistic, so it was cool. But at the same time, I agree because I couldn't listen to what the fuck the guy was saying. Right. Like but I said, that's I had to go back. Also realistic to me because if I was in that situation, I'd be watching that fucking weirdo, and I wouldn't be listening to what the TV is telling me. I'm gonna be watching that guy that just killed the dude next to me. Right. Struggle with lighting candles. I don't care what the guy on the fucking TV is saying. Like, I care about this guy that is really in front of me who has a fucking knife and just stabbed the dude in the throat next to me that's probably going to stab me in the throat next. Like, yeah. So at the same time, while it was annoying and distracting, it was also realistic because if right. I was in that position, I wouldn't be listening to Well, that to wasn't the only next stab, too. I just because didn't want to miss anything. At the very beginning of the movie, he watches a video of this cult mm-hmm. that they talk about because they don't let Frank know that they're fighting their own people right so he sees a video of them cutting this guy's neck and then ripping his head off that was a really cool it was cool it looked real uh so i was like it looked pretty real it looked pretty real except for the head popping scene but it was still cool looking still cool looking but another scene that i really like is the gamora creature she was spitting fire holy shit i totally forgot about that. and it was kind of like almost like a floating nun head it was weird and it was just kind of like spitting fire which i thought was kind of cool like i feel like if they would have had like arms come out and touch the wall and stuff because it it really felt like it was coming out of the void and it was i liked the concept of it but it was this weird skeleton head thing just floating around a fucking flare in its mouth Right. It was fucking cool. Spitting and like, out sparky fire. I was like so already, ta- so already taken out of the moment. Yeah, I know what you mean. Of the movie. That right. I didn't care at that point. Like I was like. I thought it was an interesting okay. idea. It looks cool. Right. But it wasn't executed well. I no. Think, I agree with you as they should have given it limbs or something to make it more than a floating fucking fiery head. I think they did a cool job. But it was, inter- it was really cool and it was right. creepy. Like, Especially was, like, considering the story. Like this is this, like creature from like a demon from like 300 ad or whatever the fuck they called it i don't hate this movie yeah this is my i yeah i think you would like my personally my final thoughts on this whole thing is is that it's it's a mediocre movie 
compared to Adam Chaplin. And if you haven't seen Adam Chaplin, I highly recommend you go see that. That is probably one of the more shining examples of Necrostorm, though I haven't seen their entire catalog yet because it's hard to see it. If you guys are fans of Necrostorm, by the way, there is an app, and I'm not paid by these guys, by the way. I just kind of found it through a buddy of mine, uh, Vash, who told me uh, about it, uh, Raphael. He, he said, hey, check out Midnight Pop. Have you seen this? And I was like, no. And I went and looked. And there's like five or six different fucking Necrostorm movies. Yeah. Midnight in, Pulp is the shit. Yeah, Midnight Pulp is pretty cool for you. Like your really schlocky mm-hmm. underground stuff that you've never heard of. So and it's free with ads, which happen like every eight minutes. Well, it's free. Like a lot of the movies that you watch are free. But if you want their premium package, it's five which bucks. is the only way you can watch Hotel Inferno. Right. Um, no, not, oh, a, not Hotel Inferno. It's skinless. Skinless, yeah. The only way you can watch Skinless and like a handful of other like actually really pretty decent films that are on there too, it's like $5 a month. Right. But the so, bad thing about it is I've noticed I paid for the subscription it, for 5 bucks. pauses a million times. Yeah. The, the, the advertisement still tries to tempt to come up, and it but it, it goes black for a second and then goes away. Yeah. So instead of it playing the ad, you see a, a blip of like black screen, which well, it's, is it's it's really like, annoying. It's like when Netflix, like something happens on Netflix. Netflix and it gets interrupted for a second and then you see the little circle in the middle of the right. screen that counts down from like one to a hundred. Yeah, it's, it, like, it's a little loaded. annoying. It's like a two second. It does that. It's, yeah. it's fucking frustrating. I don't know why they would still have that advertisement in there. It's, the app is it's yeah the app is a joke it's like, to well be honest, it's i, I shitty, still like but, it though because of the stuff but yeah i'm like it's not to me i don't think it's worth five dollars a month but, but still to be able to see hotel inferno there. in there i think you can get it on tubi as well um there's but good shit on there though i really i think it's not as good as chaplin but it, it is about a nun looking demon called gamora that a rich guy sort of owns and worships throughout his whole family chain or whatever and that apparently likes pain and breathes fucking fire and a whole hotel yeah, full of possessed people that just get you have to feed brutalized it. feed it with pain, pain to yeah. satiate it so it doesn't kill for, everybody so it like sleeps for like x amount of years right? right so it's like lulled into whatever so that's like that's why they're so mad at him because he won't just die yeah and if you're looking for Shakespeare, guys, just don't watch this. Don't watch it. If you're looking for anything other than <laughs> gore and just oddness and some weird ideas, then probably don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I liked it, but I would have to say I still like compared to Adam Chaplin. It, it's just it's not as good. Like Adam Chaplin is really good. Like that is a movie that I will go back to and watch because I really liked it. But this one, it's 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 a cool concept. So, but I guess we'll have to see. Not executed well. I'm still interested in seeing part. I want to see part two. Yeah, I I wrote like, them. I'm so disappointed that I know, but like, they wouldn't at least let us rent it or something well, the, from the, them. The, I just really wanted to watch it, so I'm really sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I basically like they did tell me I, I got it on good word from the manager. The sales manager of Necrostorm. They will be bringing into vod soon so if you they're gonna have vod for all their titles but in the interim if you want to watch any other movies i just suggest midnight pulp even if it has advertisements in the black screen there's a lot of really fucking cool shit on there though so and you get a free 30-day trial so i didn't by the way (laughs) oh you didn't no i don't know what happened with that but it didn't do it it just charged me the five dollars for it per month it didn't give me any trial did you do it on the computer first well no i it's on my i have the channel on my Roku. Oh. 
I went to the computer, by yeah, the way. So, I guys, I thought of doing that, but I watched most of the shit on the Heads up on so. this. If you want to do the subscription to this thing and do the free 30-day trial, I would highly recommend you going to a desktop, going to the Midnight Pulp website, logging in, or not logging in, but signing up and registering there, and then signing up for the trial there, and then going to whatever application that you can, like iTunes uh, or Apple TV or fucking Roku, like Android device or whatever. Yeah. And then logging in from there. That way you don't have what she had the issue with. No, it's fine. It's five bucks, but but yeah. Yeah, I was still like, "What? where's my 30-day trial? But we will watch part two. Unfortunately, it's probably not going to be until later in the year, and I won't watch it before then because I want everything to be as fresh as possible when we do the review of part two later on. So you guys can definitely tune in for that. What do you think, though? What are your final thoughts on this whole thing, though, Brittany? Um, well, gun to my head if I had to choose between the two movies, of which I would rather watch again. Okay. It would be Hotel Inferno. Yeah, me too. Because it was far more entertaining to me. Like I, I, it was really hard for me to not fall asleep in the middle of Skinless because I'm just like, this is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's dragging forever. But like, you still me, liked Hotel it, appreciate it. Hotel Inferno was kind of dumb too. Like, and I, I, the, oh, the voice acting just yeah, the voice acting. throws me yeah. the entire time. I'm just like, oh, fuck you. Constantly. <laughs> That's all he says. That's all he fucking says. And no, it's no, so no. annoying. No, no, no. No, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck you. This is so fucking aggravating. Like, I, I, I get like testy in situations like that where I like yeah. get annoyed and I get pushed so far past the point of being annoyed. Right. And that movie fucking annoyed me. Like, that, ugh. Yeah. Like, visually, it was cool. Yeah. So, but it was extremely extremely entertaining so i would much rather watch that again if yeah. i had to go over to skinless. my head over yeah. skinless um but still watch it but still i would still skinless i said i would give a six and a half out of ten um hotel inferno i'd probably give a seven out of ten okay because there was a lot of cool aspects in of the it. schlock category in the schlock category yeah not yeah. overall compared to like fucking academy award-winning films and high yeah, budget no. movies but these are like low budget schlocky Mostly rely on gore and their crazy weird elements to take them through. Yeah, it's a you know? it's a it's a uh, so acquired taste. It's a very acquired taste. Yeah. So it's a, it's a seven out of ten for me for Hotel Inferno. Six and a half out of ten for me for Skinless. Yeah, I would um, say like Skinless was like five point five, and this one was probably like six point five seven. Yeah. So yeah, I'm it's, more it's probably anymore. more six point five for me. So it's it's above average. But when I've seen Adam Chaplin, like I keep saying over and over again, sorry, guys, definitely check out Adam Chaplin and then see what you think of this one as it's well. Above average. It's the like... first movie that Necrostorm did. So go for Adam <laughs> Chaplin and then check out this one and then you'll see what I'm talking about. They're above average like Brandon Saliki's penis. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and if and if you guys from Necrostorm are listening, we appreciate you writing us back. Thank you for letting me know. And so we could tell our listeners that, they, that you will be coming to VOD. We really so, want to watch part two. Yeah, we will. We will. I, I'm all about paying for it, but I don't want to spend $30 on a Blu-ray, you know, 25 bucks or whatever, and then not like it. Nobody so does. I would rather rent it to see if I like it. And then if I do, I'll buy you'll it. You'll buy it. Right. Yeah. When they open up this VOD, it will help them out because, you know, they'll get rent money, you know, like renting the flicks and everything yeah. like that. So hopefully they'll have their whole catalog. I guess you'll have to log into their website in order to do it. So whatever. And I don't know when that is, guys. But I mean, other than that, thank you guys so much for stopping by this week to, to enjoy our schlock fest and our 
after shots that we did on Monday. If you haven't listened to that episode, we just kind of went with it and had fun and uh, talk about true crime, too. So if you haven't listened, you should listen. Did we talk about true crime? Yeah. And for those at Necrostone, we even made a shot for called a Frank Zamosa. Frank Zamosa. Yeah, which is like so a mimosa. Good. So good. It was delicious. It was so good. And then I drank the rest of the bottle of champagne by myself from the <laughs> bottle. Yeah, I know. I was shit. Dude, if you if you listen to the episode, <laughs> you'll like you're gonna be like, oh wow, I started getting really bubbly. Fuck That's you. why they call it that. No, I didn't. Yes, you did, dude. No, it's I funny. Didn't. Did I really? <laughs> no. But anyway, guys, we'll <laughs> see you next week. Uh, full two new wet episodes. Monday and Thursday. We already know what we're doing. We already know what we're doing. being prepared. Yeah, so. Tune in next week, fuckers. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) tune in next week for a whole new week of BTV. Thank you guys so much for the support. And if you have a chance, Mm. stop by our iTunes and subscribe. And don't forget, we need you to tune in and let us know about the poll that we have ongoing currently of if we should do horror porn parodies. Yes, let us know in the comments. tell us what you think. Yes, you want us to do it. <laughs> you want us to do that. That is one category we haven't done, guys. You want us to do it. Everybody say yes. If you say no, I'm going to Well, you can't you lead the them. Dick. It's not a poll if I you're I am asking. leading you. I'm leading you to the slaughter. You want us to do it. You're welcome. Dicks and whores. Dicks and pussies covered in blood. <laughs> I am ready. All right, guys. Have a great rest of the week. We'll see you next one. Stay weird, monsters. Tune in every Monday for a brand new episode.